literally, I heard my body say, you know, call it a day. But I'm like, what? It's only, you know, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Are you ready to get raw and real with yourself? Every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Time, Dr. Lisa is here to support that choice. Now, here she is. Happy Wednesday! It's me again, <laughs> Dr. Lisa here on Raw and Real, and we're going to talk today about stuckness. Sound fun? But really, we're going to talk about possibility. One of the things that I wanted to make possible during this show is no matter what you're in every day or today or in moments, there's always a possibility. There's always a one degree shift that can happen that can change anything from heaviness, density, stuckness to possibility, generation, creation. Um, I made a decision a very long time ago that no matter what my trauma, my story, my past, my present, no matter what was going on, I was going to take every situation and find the damn growth possibility in it, no matter what. And sometimes I say damn growth possibility. And sometimes I'm like, you know, more on like the spiritual energetics of the light growth possibility of it. But sometimes it's kind of like a damn growth possibility. When you're stuck or you can't find your way out of something, no matter what book you read, a person you talk to, maybe even a counselor you went to, maybe you received some sort of coaching or mentorship, maybe you practicing some sort of tools, maybe you went to the gym, maybe you went for a walk, but nothing's kind of changing that. That's what I will get into a little bit in the first part of this. And then also some tools and tips to maneuver yourself through different aspects of what can come up. So for instance, um, I don't, I usually am like an energizer bunny pretty much every day. <laughs> and uh, somewhere around Monday evening of this week, um, I literally hit a wall and went to bed early. I was like, all right, no problem. I'll go to bed early. I woke up at about 1.30 a.m. a couple hours later and I couldn't fall back to sleep too. Usually when I get up, which was about 4 a.m. And my body literally, I heard my body say, you know, call it a day. But I'm like, what? It's only, you know, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And I actually, on Tuesday, there was just a day that I couldn't do anything. I literally, my brain and then my body said, sit. And that's very difficult for me. And it wasn't even like I could sit with my eyes open. It was like, sit and close your eyes and lay down and just let go of everything for a day. I didn't, I thought it was going to be an hour, but it turned out to be pretty much the entire day. <laughs> and I woke up today a bit refreshed, still, you know, in that malaise. Why am I telling you the story is that sometimes even with myself, with all the tools and all the energetics and all the things that I know about, sometimes your body and your muscles and your mind just needs a reprieve, just needs a respite and to allow yourself to have that. And I allowed myself to have that yesterday. It's not that I didn't do anything. I had, uh, I'm writing this other book called The Body of Change. So I went through all the stuff that I had to do for that. I had some contracts to review for some things, but all these things were stuff that I could do 
with myself in silence, not having to see another person go anywhere or do anything. And then I just was flat out by the afternoon until this morning. Literally, I can't even remember the last time that that happened. But that was one way that I decided to unstick myself. I decided to unstick myself by not being busy, by listening to my body and just letting go. No matter what I thought I had to do, no matter what I could be doing, just literally take in the moment what I needed to in that moment and what I could put my attention to and then give myself the space and my body the space to rest. So that is one way of, or one way of listening to unsticking yourself. Sometimes if you hit that wall, you have to actually stop like I did or take time off. Sometimes if I just take an hour and I go outside and I take a walk or sit in the sun or play with my puppy, it'll just recharge me in a certain way or you know, go run an errand that, you know, takes me into and not and just not having to think about anything uh, really deep or detailed. And just the space, listen to some music, dancing. Those are all ways to unstick yourself. And then there's this other way of sometimes just kind of embracing it. And what I did the other day was just kind of lay down it and just embrace that stuckness without judgment with complete kindness. How can I just love myself enough to give myself this break, even though it's a work day, even though there are things that I could be doing, even though I have to go to a training this weekend, even though, even though, even though, like shut my mind off and be like, it's okay to just love myself enough to unstick myself from the doing that I have to do and allow myself to simply just be and be with kindness. So, where have you needed to add some more kindness to you and your life in your living right now? That could be one possibility of unsticking yourself is finding and listening to where it is that your body or your being is telling you that it might look like a problem, right? Being exhausted might look like a problem, but it literally could just simply mean, hey, lay down, shut your eyes, Watch something stupid on Netflix and laugh your butt off. Um, fall asleep. Feel the sun on your skin. Anything like that um, can literally move yourself from problem to possibility. Sometimes, really what I'm talking about is getting space. So creating space. Um, I was so thankful for this time that I had for myself on Tuesday because I got to read you know, a manuscript related to my uh, book, Body of Change, that I hadn't created the space for. And then I had no excuse. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can just sit here while my body's exhausted reading a book about getting in communication with your body and giving suggestions and edits and things like that. And how easy can it be? And it was actually really, really beautiful and I got to perceive the book in a whole new way. And so after I did that, then I laid down and I was relieved of that pressure, so to speak, on my body that really wouldn't let me just not look at it. I needed to look at it and do what I did for those two hours and then rest. That's one way that I unstick myself is there's a way of looking at the tasks or whatever's going on and listening to 
what the business requires or what a task requires and doing that. And then also listening to what my body requires and my being requires and doing that. So unsticking yourself for today, what I would like you to look at is how can you be gentler and kinder and more uh, grateful for you by attending to what is required of the day for you and also attending to your being that is requiring something too. Many of you may realize if, or know that if you've done classes with me uh, recently, we're doing the Actualize Your Ass telecall series right now, which I talk a lot about this, but I've also brought it up here on the radio show is first thing in the morning, well, it's kind of like the third thing. So I get my coffee, <laughs> feed my Bella, the puppy, and then I sit down at my creation station and I start embracing the day and what requires my attention. Um, being wise, my body, um, energetic wise, um, just spiritually and my business wise, financially or tasks, meetings, clients, those sorts of things, tours. And I frame all of that out. And then I choose whether I'm going to be focusing on gratitudes or quality or a question that is the question of the day or the quality of the day that I'm going to put my attention on, as well as my asks and choices. There's a lot I do in the morning, right? <laughs> that's, that's the way I keep myself from being stuck, is that I'm always creating, but I'm creating based on the energy of what has heart and meaning for me, what makes my heart sing, and really what will um, allow me to just feel good and happy and light and not like I'm procrastinating on anything. So sometimes if you're actually perceiving the energy of stuckness, like right now in your life, it could be because you're stuck with where to move on all the choices you might have available to you. You can simply ask the question of what would create the greatest movement now if I focused on X, Y, or Z? And what would bring me most joy right now if I focused on A, B, or C? And when I say focused, then if you get the sense of what that task is or the ask is or the activity is, then you could see which ones actually light your body up to do in the moment. And so therefore, you actually choose that one. Choose the one that lights you up, especially if you're feeling a little, you know, procrastinating about it. Like, you know, there's a couple of things that, you know, make my eyes go glazed over. One is Excel spreadsheets. I have to kind of get myself <laughs> ready to look at them. They've become my friend, but they still bring a little bit of like stuckness to me. The other is when I know I have to do something, it still brings a little stuckness to me, even though my have to do's in my life are all things that I've chosen. That's the real, the kicker of it the have-tos or what you chose. Um, if I'm lagging on something about that, it's usually not because I don't want to do it. I'm usually lagging on something that will actually allow me to step out more as the being I am, more as the gift that I am, more as the contribution that I be, and more of my own brilliance being unleashed on the lips of this reality. So take a look at anything that you're avoiding or procrastinating or not giving your full attention to when you know it needs to come, you need to get it done, you need to get it done, you need to get it done. It's likely, likely sticking you 
because there's a brilliance there that you have yet acknowledged. There's a gift within you that you're not comfortable with putting out there. There's a capacity you haven't fully trusted in yourself. And there is a stopgap that's called the stuckness that you don't think you can move beyond that station in life. I'm here to tell you that you can. It takes one degree shift. And what I'm talking about in this segment is that one degree shift. Okay, I know I need to look over this manuscript. I know I need to give the feedback to the editor. I know I need to put in some two cents about that and suggestions about this and add questions about that and add tool for this, you know, all that kind of stuff. And in that moment, as I was doing it, I was like, oh, this is actually really fun. But the procrastination beforehand was like, can I really tap into the energy and the creativity and the gift and the capacity and the source that this book really is and the resource that it will be by pulling that brilliance out of nowhere to create this next chapter or these next words, this next paragraph. It's kind of like on a radio show. Do I have what it takes every week? And the answer is, if you build it, it will come. If you show up, you do. If you just put your mind to it, you will. But that is a cultivated action, program of action, is that the doing, like Nike says, just do it. You put it forward and you do it. And through the doing, the brilliance will come. But if you don't do it when you know you have to do it, what builds up is that stuckness. And then that stuckness becomes a problem. And then the problem becomes the disease. And then the disease becomes potentially the disease or the, the reason and justification to no longer doing it. And then before you know, you walked yourself out of that book idea. You've walked yourself out of that hobby. You've walked yourself out of that relationship. You walked yourself out of that contract. You walked yourself out of that money. And then you kind of turn around a couple of weeks later and you're like, boy, I'm not really going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. I feel stuck. I don't have a purpose. Well, you left it <laughs> by not um, moving forward with the pragmatics of the doing because it had heart and meaning to you. Uh, I really want you to look around in your world right now. Take a look at your health, your body, your money, your relationships, um, and see, just see if you will let it talk to you in your world. And if you could change something about those areas or one of those areas, what would it be? And if you could identify what seems to be a problem, bring that forward as we move into the next segment so that we can move you out of problem and into possibility. So wherever you are, let's do this for a moment. Acknowledge somewhere in your life right now where you are exceeding beyond measure, where you are amazed with your own greatness, where you're just even amazed, if you can't own your own greatness, you're even amazed with how the universe has conspired to bless you with ease, with grace, with gratitude, and with joy. And maybe it's your work, maybe it's a part of your work, maybe it's with your body, maybe it's with investments, maybe it's with um, something new that you're reading or, or doing or a project. Whatever it is, find the miracle and acknowledge that right now and thank yourself for giving that to you. Because sometimes simply acknowledging what actually is instead of continuing to acknowledge what actually isn't can literally move you from problem to possibility. 
um, it's kind of similar to stepping away from the object or the situation that's causing you a little bit of panic or stuckness. You just get, you change the focus, change the way you look at things, the way you look at things change. Okay, so there's the miracle that you created. There's what's going on in your life right now. Cool. Now, what's an area that you know that you have to change? And not have to because um, somebody's telling you to, or even I'm telling you to, have to because you desire it. Have to because you know something else is possible. Have to because you know that you'll actually feel better, uh, your mood will be better, you'll have a sense of excitement. Um, it'll just, it'll round out everything in your life. So take a look at that and focus on that right now. And any thoughts, feelings, echoes, emotions, patterns, conditioning, energy, beliefs, perceptions, choices, memories, ideas, dreams, promises, habits, and behaviors related to whatever that stuckness is, whatever is showing up as a problem right now, are you willing to dissolve and dissipate it to the earth, eliminate and eradicate it to whatever you call the light, the infinite energy that moves be between and beyond all things, and refill with the truth, strength, and clarity of you as a gift, you as the brilliant phenomenal being you be, you as a capacity, you as knowing something, having something, being something that is unique to you, that is likened to your own um, cells, your own DNA, your own fingerprint. You are that. Different than me, me different than you, but together all of us have something unique. And that uniqueness, when you tap that and when you touch that and when you acknowledge that and when you embrace that, literally weeds through all the doubts, fears, emotions, limits of your capacities. And it just turns all of that doubt. Instead of paddling upstream, you're paddling with the water downstream and everything becomes easy. However, if you don't acknowledge the gift, the capacity, the brilliance, the phenomenons that you be, and how that's actually showing up in your life and how you would actually like to do more of that and have more of that, then if you don't acknowledge it, you will never know what uniqueness you are. And you'll always see whatever's going on as a problem. I don't see things that go on in my life as a problem. I see them as a possibility. I used to see them as a problem and I used to see me as the problem. That is a lie. So every moment in your life that you decided, invented and created um, all the lies that doesn't allow you to live your roar, using your past to create your future and for all lives to come by believing you're the problem and you're just a problem and everything in life that happens to you that isn't ease, let's say, is a problem, will you dissolve and dissipate that to the earth, eliminate and eradicate that to the light and refill with truth, refill with strength and refill with clarity. Even if you don't know what that truth, strength and clarity is, just refill with it. At some point, as you keep refilling with your own truth, strength and clarity, that will allow something to kick in where you know the miracle that you've created, where you know the gift that you be, where you know that there's a capacity here that's unique to you and is, is different for you than others. And it's not comparing, it's just acknowledging that you have something that the world requires, okay? And right now there is no greater time. There's no greater time to acknowledge something that you 
have that is yours, that is unique to you and enjoy that and be more of that and act more of that and do more of that. It will move you into a place of possibility. Ignoring your miracle, your gift, your capacity, your brilliance, all that does is, well, it puts weight on you. It creates a fog around you. It separates you from yourself, your body, your relationships, your business, your money, the joy in the world. Sound fun, doesn't it? Well, that's what focusing on problems versus possibilities can really do for you. So let's, let's do another example. Everywhere that you've uninvited, let's say, possibility today, take a moment. Everywhere you uninvited possibility today, dissolve and dissipate that to the earth, eliminate and eradicate it to the light, refill with true strength and, and clarity. I've changed. I know I've changed. And I know I changed because right now from this point forward, I am going to invite possibility or I am inviting possibility. Show me universe, show me how to actualize that with total ease. I'm grateful and fulfilled and so it is. Everywhere you uninvited gratitude today, Dissolve and dissipate that to the earth, eliminate and eradicate into the light and refill with truth, strength, and clarity. I don't know how, I know it will be. I am grateful and fulfilled for every single moment forward from now, today. Thank you, universe. Thank you. Everywhere you've uninvited joy today, dissolve and dissipate that to the earth, eliminate and eradicate that to the light and refill with true strength and clarity. I don't know how, I know it will be. I embrace, embody, expand, and examine all the ways to be joy today. Thank you, universe, thank you. I'm grateful and fulfilled and so it is. And then you could also do everywhere I'm inviting stuckness. I'm inviting a no choice universe. I'm inviting conflict, I'm inviting fight. I put my stake in the ground and I say no, and I energetically divorce myself from that fight, from that stuckness, from that um, mm, pattern and habit and memory and echo of something from the past that doesn't allow me to stay in the truth of my present, nor actualize my roar. And I allow that to be dissipated and dissolved to the earth, to be eliminated and eradicated to the light. And I filled myself up with possibility and I fill, fill myself up with strength and I fill myself up with action now. I don't know how, I know it will be. I take the one degree shift right now and it brings uh, joy and fulfillment to me. Thank you, universe, thank you. I'm grateful and fulfilled and so it is. So this is a way, this is one of the ways I use these I don't know how statements all the time to maneuver myself from a stuckness to a possibility. This morning I was at the gym and it's very, and I love my body artists, my trainer, and we usually laugh and have fun. And I basically walked in and I said, because I missed yesterday, you know, and he knew I wasn't feeling well. And he's like, you're still feeling it today, right? I can, I can see it on you. I said, yeah. I said, He's like, we're just going to power through your exercise and get you in and out and whatever. And it was so great because instead of, you know, keeping my head down and not talking, you know, how sometimes you can do that and kind of putting your walls up and, you know, huffing and puffing through things, even though it's my choice to be there. <laughs> I'm sure you've never done that. Just me. 
there was just this moment of allowance that he was with me in my cranky, in my exhaustion, in my fatigue, but he was so supportive in the space that he was being. And I just kept saying, I don't know how I know it will be. I can do this exercise with total ease. I don't know how I know it will be. I can do this exercise with total ease and I will have fun doing it. And it will make me feel uh, better and more energized. And yeah, I had to change the weights on some things and maybe not go as deep into other exercises, but I did it. We finished early and I feel better for it. And my mind and lymph system and blood got the movement that moves stuckness out of my body physiologically. And I feel still a little fragile, but I also feel much lighter and much freer because I did what I know is good for my body, even though my mind was in little cranky pants. So that's another way to allow yourself to be even when you're not quite impossibility you're not in problem but you're in that malaise of like itchy scratchy you know i want to break something kind of thing <laughs> right and a lot of times people get in conflicts when they feel that a lot of times people create messes or they make they sign agreements when they shouldn't with that energy no this is the that's the moment to pause to pause and just be in space with another in that middle ground between problem and possibility and to see where you come out. That's what I call having the universe collaborate and conspire to bless you. And he was a blessing in my morning today. And that space gave me the space to just kind of get into the sauna, get into the shower and move on to the next part of my day with ease and with gentleness, just from that one degree of choice saying, I'm not feeling so great today. I still wanna do this. However, how can I do it without a problem? Not quite impossibility, but I'm gonna move myself through it. I talked to my body artist, he got it right away. We changed up what needed to be changed up and I did it and it was a, co a collaboration in action. That's how I didn't get into the reason and justification of staying in bed because I feel cranky or forcing myself um, to a possibility from a lie. You know, I can pick up 40 pounds. No, I stayed with my 10 pounds. That was good enough for, for today. Tomorrow will be a different day. That pause is really important. You know, some of you, I sense that there's not, there might be some stuckness, but it's not necessarily a problem. Um, but you're not necessarily in the possibility. So that place of pause, remember, even um, a flower underneath the earth before it blooms, there's a lot happening. There's a lot that happens in the pause. In the pause, I got to review a manuscript. In the pause, I got to finish and review, you know, a, a whole contract that you know, you need to have a certain brain to, to read <laughs> in the space. In the pause, I got things from my trip. In the pause, I handled things that I hadn't been able to handle. And it was very gentle and very easy and it didn't take much energy from me. And that will blossom possibilities later on, even though it's not today. Take a look at another miracle that you created. Something that you forgot to acknowledge yourself for because if you acknowledge yourself for it, 
You might expect you to do it again, and you don't know that you will do it again, but I know you will do it again because I know whatever it is that you're avoiding by not acknowledging, that's part of your brilliance, that's part of your soul prints, part of what you're doing here. So start acknowledging it. You're gonna see more, even if you don't see it now. You're gonna hear more about you, even if you don't hear it now. You're going to feel more about you and perceive more about you, even if you don't feel, know, and perceive it now. Why? Because just when it's like when you look for a new car and you're like, oh, I like that car. And then all of a sudden you start seeing those cars all around you and you never saw them before. Because what you focus on is what you create. What you focus on consciously and what you focus on subconsciously is always in your energy field and it's always sending out um, um, broadbanding energy, uh, broadcasting energy about what it is that you like. So focus on what it is that is working, even if the things that you actually desire haven't actually actualized yet. I promise you, they will. Are you looking for inspiration? Do you find any blockages between you and your desires? You should book a session with Dr. Lisa. Here's what people are saying. After a session with Dr. Lisa, I chose to write my book. After a session with Dr. Lisa, a long-standing resentment left my heart, and I found peace of mind. After each session, I feel completely empowered and got the next steps to take action towards my desires. If you would like to have your version of that, check drlisacooney.com forward slash private dash sessions. All it takes is a one degree shift. Have you ever desired something so profoundly deep inside of you? but somehow that doesn't fit in your life. Or maybe you were having a friendly discussion with someone and a word they said triggered you into this very emotional reaction. Is that the way you would like to live your life or are you looking for a different experience? Dr. Lisa has an online course that you can do at your own pace and it will tell you the truth about that. And the truth is, all that belongs to the past, not to the life or the future you desire. You know what? The main thing of that course is to teach you an amazing technique that she designed so that you can learn to leave the past in the past and choose your present and your future now so that you get to live the life that you desire. If you're interested, go check Embracing Your Roar at drlisacooney.com forward slash store. Someone said to me, like, God, you have an army of people that you work with. And I really made that choice a long time ago that I was going to do whatever it takes to stay in that radically orgasmic alive reality that is the basis of my work, which is roar, right? And to, to live my roar, literally, I have to have the stake, or I choose to have the stake in the ground that no matter what's going on, I'm going to find the growth possibility. No matter what happened in my past, it's not going to define who I am today. And nothing that happens today or yesterday ever gets to take away my choice. My choice is still here. Even if I was abused, even if I was divorced, even if I had debt, even if I've been sick, even if I'm healing from a surgery, even if I'm not wanting to show up, it's still my choice, okay? Nothing gets to create my life other than me. Nothing gets to stick me other than me. Yes, there are energies out in the world that we as empaths and energetic healers, whether you believe you're an empath or a healer or not, you don't have to have my degrees or things like that to, to know this, that you are 
a cellular organism, your body is a sensorial organism, and your electrical system of your body is, is perceiving not only 8,000 miles out and around you, but you can perceive another part of the country or another part of the world or the other side of the world right now with your energy if you actually just, you know, stretched out and expanded out and perceived something. And what you're feeling today that you might be calling stuck may not actually be yours. You can dissolve and dissipate it to the earth. You can send it to the light so it never comes back. You can refill with truth, strength, and clarity. You can say no. You can take um, some plates and go to a, you know, garbage spot and break them. I don't know. <laughs> you can go in Texas. This is going to be a Texas example. You can go to the gun range and take lessons and have some target practice. You can dance as if no one's watching and put music on. You can go for a drive. You can go get a cup of coffee. These are all ways that you can maneuver from, oh, this is terrible to, oh, everything's okay. I have really found in the last you know, year and a half to two years that the state of peace and relaxation and ease is more important to me than anything. That doesn't mean that stuff doesn't come up. But whenever I allow my stuckness or even the stuckness of something like going on in the world and travel and vaccines and choices and things like that and can I get here and can my partner get there and those kind of things even when those things kind of fry your brain and make you feel like why do we even have to think about this right it's like okay no because why do we even have to think about this why is this even happening to me is the victim story that that the reality of the world somehow is against you and it's not your choice that's not true, that is a lie. That is a perfect reason and justification to stay stuck. I have to say that I love Stephen Covey, his one phrase, I, can't, I haven't found and followed a lot of him, but when I heard this one phrase, the only difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is that successful people do what they say they're gonna do. I was like, oh my God, how easy is that? <laughs> How easy is that? Just do what you said you were going to do. Even if you're feeling bad, even if you're feeling sick, even if you don't want to do it, even if you're scared, even if you don't know, if you show up, what I know is this, every single time that I have shown up when I've had some sort of stuckness or doubt, it was always, always, always a possibility for a greater outcome, one that I never could imagine including the malaise I felt yesterday that I started talking with. When I have gone through something like that, I know that there is a big change coming. It's an energetic change. It's an evolutionary change. It's a planetary change. It's a change, of course. It's a change tracks. Something in my own personal world and in my business is ending and something is beginning. And so what could be ending? It could be like a subconscious belief system, a patterning, a programming, a, a perception, a memory, an idea, a dream, a promise, a habit, something that no longer has room in my life. And the door just closes on it. And sometimes as physiological, physical bodies, physiological beings, physical bodies, sometimes being flat out for a day is not a problem. It's actually nurturing the energetic possibility.
That's what I learned about um, what occurred for me yesterday. And so I want to bring this up so that when things, it's like, have you ever had a task that you had to create for work or do? And you're like, you feel this wall out in front of you, then you're like, wow, I really want to do it. I don't know what this is. It just means energetically, it's not the time. You have to ask a question. That stuckness is not a wrongness. It's a possibility to learn more information. So if I have the, let's say I have the book in front of me, let's say I'm talking about that. And, oh, I, I can't get to it. I can't make the edits. I can't even, sometimes I can't even read what I'm, what I wrote. Like literally I'm reading it and it's not going into my brain. And I'm like, but I wrote it. What am I talking about? That's when I put it down and I say, okay, what action is required here? Keep doing this or do something else? What energy is required? Do I need to look something up? Do I need to keep reading? Do I need to, um, you know, do talk to somebody? Uh, what can I add to this right now? Those are all ways. You see, they're all actions, actions actions to move through the stuckness okay so sometimes you act and sometimes you embrace you have to know what that is but first how do you know that you ask the question is this time to embrace like yesterday i did what i have to do i did it gently i did it kind and then i laid down and i embraced that okay so that's what i'm talking about um and sometimes it's and then there's sometimes there's like okay push the button now that's my favorite one i have to say <laughs> this one i know really well push the button now go <laughs> it's part of being a new yorker we just do that how can i acknowledge my potency and create a creationship you ask yourself what is your potency write down 10 things that you know is your potency for those of you that don't know potency power self-sourcing the creation of your own reality. Write down your potency. And if you are on my actualize your ass call, then I would say, you know, do an I don't know how statement. I don't know how, I know it will be. I actualize this potency. Because um, to say potency might be for the person asking the question, but it might not work for you. You have to define what potency is for you and then figure out if you know how to have it. And then by, the only way to know how to have it is by, trying something and doing it to see if it works for you. How do you know it works for you? If you feel light and airy and spacious and fun and like, damn, that's awesome. Let's keep going. That's what works for you. If you're like, God, that sucked. I feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. There's your answer. That's not potency. And, you know, instead of asking, what am I hiding from with regards to your potency? I would ask, yourself to write down, if you actually are the 10 things of potency, what is your biggest fear? I paused on that because most people's biggest fear of acknowledging their own brilliance, miracle, gift, capacity, potency, is that people will leave them, the people closest to them will leave them, no one will accept them, they won't be loved, they won't be cared for, they won't get what they want, They'll be alone, those sorts of things. Those are all false evidences appearing real, fear, but they have energy. Um, and those are parts of the reason why I do the releasing process of all the thoughts, feelings, echoes, emotions, patterns, conditioning, energy, beliefs, perceptions, choices, memories, ideas, dreams, promises, habits, behaviors related to 
uh, the fear you have in not acknowledging your potency, be dissolved and dissipated to the earth, eliminated and eradicated to the light and refill with your true strength and clarity, and then acknowledge that you are potency and act it. Those 10 things, today I'm gonna to focus on that, tomorrow I'm gonna to focus on the next thing, the next thing and the next thing, until they become you. I had to be, like I did this gratitude list, three gratitudes every day with a friend of mine when I traveled around the world back in the day, because um, every month, for every two weeks out of each month, I was in another country for like eight or nine years and um, before COVID. And so um, I would write these gratitudes with her. We were just an acquaintance and it just became me. And this is how I literally put into action problem to possibility, no matter what was going on, I was gonna be damn grateful. Sometimes I was damn grateful and sometimes I was just spaciously grateful. Um, what molecule can I change now? Well, wherever you are, those 10 things of the potency, put your hand on your body where you feel them. Tap in, let's say it's my thigh. Tap in, tune in, turn up, turn on that molecule of potency. What do I know is my potency? My potency is my ability to, um, what, what is one of my potencies? <laughs> my ability to talk for an hour on a radio show <laughs> about a topic. That is a potency. Let's say I felt it right here in you know, my thigh. I would ask that energy and that molecule of the ability to engage a topic for an hour with just a few words in a description and contribute to the world. Tap in, tune in, turn up, turn on that molecule of potency even more. Let's say another potency you have is, or I have is gratitude. Okay, maybe I feel that in my other thigh. Tap in, tune in, turn up, turn on to that molecule in that thigh that is gratitude and be like, okay, everything that occurs, I see gratitude. Tap in, tune in, turn up, turn on. Let's say potency is in how much I care in my heart, which is actually very true for me, a little telenovela in this heart here. Tap in, tune in, turn up, turn on that molecule to have uh, to the caring and the concern and the love with allowance and no judgment, the love with trust and vulnerability and gratitude with um, not curing or controlling or causing anything, just simply being. All those things are ways that you can take your potency and flip it into what you want it and change the molecules in your body to that. Okay, I feel stuck because I know I want to move to another place, but not sure if I want to move to a house or another apartment. Is this holding me back from finding my best possibility? Yes and no. What if it's not an apartment or in a house? What if you ask the universe? I don't know how I know it will be the perfect place, the perfect dwelling for me and my body, for my life and my living, for my body and my being. And if there's any other bodies with you, your partners or whatever, for us to live or your animals uh, comes to me with total ease. I'm grateful and fulfilled. Universe, show me how to actualize that with total ease. And then that's your ask to the universe. And then you could write out the pros and cons of a house or an apartment and look at your life. If you have a business at home, you know, what would that be? And if you don't, what would that be? Is it look at your budget? And, but first, before you look at all those things, just do pros and cons and give yourself the space to write it out. And then whatever you look at that seems a bit lighter, freer and more expensive and fun, that's really what you want. 
but it's not because you know whether it's a house or apartment. It's because of what you want. And the universe, because of what you want, will give you that in your ask. That's how you undo stuckness. Um, I hope that's a little bit helpful. So everywhere that you're saying, first of all, all the thoughts, feelings, echoes, emotions, patterns, conditioning, energy, beliefs, perceptions, choices, memories, ideas, dreams, promises, habits, and behaviors relating to feeling stuck about whether you should move to a house or an apartment, dissolve and dissipate that to the earth, eliminate and eradicate to the light, and refill with truth, strength, and clarity. Universe, show me how to actualize that with total ease and grateful and fulfilled. And be like, I don't know how. I know it will be the, the, the most beautiful dwelling that has X, Y, and Z with A, B, and C for me, my body, and my being comes to me. Universe, show me. I'm grateful and fulfilled, and so it is. So basically what you do is you're taking the stuckness, I've got to find a house or an apartment, and you're going, boom, turning the molecule open, all the cells open, and then the universe, I don't know how, I know it will be. Here's what I would like. For my dwellings, here's what I know I require. Here's if you know what the range financially that it would be. Here's that. Here's that. Give it to me. And there's a song. Give it to me. I'm worth it. And you can play that song while you're <laughs> actualizing your ask and moving yourself from stuckness. And thanks for asking for that question. So it really, a lot of people, when they're stuck, just want to stay in the stuckness. And it's not that they really want to, they just don't know that there's another choice. And even if they do know intellectually, because we're smart beings, that there's another choice, we're so hard on ourselves, hard on ourselves. The choice is like, it's got to be this big, bold action. No, actually, it just needs to be a one degree shift. So maybe today, um, I need more kale salad versus Skittles. <laughs> so the one degree choice would be to have the kale salad, because that's what my body said, versus the Skittles, because, you know, whatever, maybe food dyes aren't good for my insides today. <laughs> and so it just takes that one degree shift to create a different possibility instead of to um, move forward with the problem or into problem thinking. That's the whole key. All right, my friends. If you'd like to know more about that, you can work with me personally. We are putting some things together, coursework and material and digital programs. Remember to get raw and real with me next week, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, that's Texas, y'all. And you're welcome to listen to the previous episodes on your favorite podcast platform. We are all over the place just for you. And again, send any topics you want to know about. Get raw at drlisacuni.com because I am happy to talk about anything. If no one's told you today that they love you, I do. Now go be great and make that one degree shift today. Bye for now, y'all.